sweet Virginia breeze. Welcome to another episode of the Extra Finnings Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca, and we've got head coach Chris Finwood here, fresh off of a series win over Charlotte this past weekend. Um, you guys took three of the four games against Charlotte. Um, and, you know, the last two games were in pretty dominant fashion. And I think this song, um, our intro and outro song, Sweet Virginia Breeze, was very much, uh, you know, what we saw at the Bud this weekend. A lot of breeze and a lot of, uh, a lot of long balls hit. And it was, it was nice to see some fun games over the weekend, Coach. It was. And one of our uh, fans... I can't take credit for that. One of our fans actually sent me an email and said, hey, I was at the games this weekend. Way to go. Um, since the wind was blowing out all weekend, Sweet Virginia Breeze by Robin Thompson. Uh, it was a Virginia band I remember from college, high school, college days. Uh, and I thought that was just an awesome suggestion. So I emailed him back and said, yes, we're using that song today. So <laughs> it really was. We got a we got a good number of balls up in that sweet Virginia breeze at the bud and a lot of them carried out of the ballpark and off the wall. And you know, <clears throat> it was just a, a really good weekend for us. Charlotte's got a fantastic team. They're having a great year. Um, you know, their cleanup guy was out this weekend and I think that certainly affected their lineup, but everybody's got injuries this time of the year. Um, so, you, you know, you got to play with the guys that, that are there and, um, our guys that were there this weekend, I was real proud of because we accepted the challenge. You know, I told them after last weekend, um, and really we had one kind of day of not playing that well. Unfortunately, we were playing two games that day, two seven inning games, and they beat us. And, uh, you know, so they took three out of four from us. Uh, this was a more normal series uh, with no weather issues and, and things of that nature. And I thought our guys really, you know, they had a really good week of work, um, got their bodies feeling feeling back to normal. And I thought we had a lot of good energy, um, a lot of fantastic at-bats. Like our, uh, our at-bats were really, really good. You know, we had uh, 25 free bases against them. And uh, that's, that's pretty good. You know, we, 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 we were putting a lot of pressure on their pitchers, even with two strikes. <laughs> we had a number of two-strike home runs. And, um, you know, to the stats speak for themselves for the weekend. I mean, we hit 345 to their 214. We had a 180 RA to their 10 for the weekend and scored 34 runs to their 11. So uh, we, we really uh, came to play and I had a lot of big hits. I mean, Kyle Battle, you got to say, was the, you know, the top dog for the weekend, but Andy Gariola had a real good week. Carter Trice, Kenny Lavari, Matt Kootenay, Brock Galliardi, Tommy Bell, all those guys hit over 300 for the weekend. So up and down the lineup, we had a lot of tough at-bats and not just singles. You know, we drove the ball. We had 14 extra base hits. Um, so it was good. And then, oh, by the way, we had three of our four starters, you know, had a zero ERA for the weekend. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Hunter Gregory, Pitched fantastic, um, seven inning complete game for us to, you know, get that split of the doubleheader Saturday. And then Ryan Moore, who ends up being the CUSA pitcher of the week, those seven shutout innings, um, you know, four hits and no runs. And he, he was just fantastic. So they both they both pitch really well. And, um, you know, it's uh, 
they're pit, pitching like veteran guys, and uh, it's nice to it's nice to see. You know, we got down early with Hunter in game two, and then all of a sudden we have the big inning, and he in that way when we've gotten him the lead, he has kind of stepped his game up um, and really really hung on to it. And he wanted to go back out there for the seventh because he didn't want to let them get any momentum going into the weekend. Not that he doesn't trust our guys, but he just said, I want to keep them down and, and keep them down till tomorrow. And, um, you know, he, he did, and, and Ryan kept it going. Of course, when you get seven in the first, that always helps you as a pitcher, right? Like, you can settle down and, and know that I can throw strikes and I'm going to be okay. So, um, you know, all in all, against the, the type of opponent we had, I think maybe our best weekend uh, of the year baseball-wise. Yeah, I, I think you mentioned – um at the end of Sunday's game you know the last two games you said you've never seen a better team play play baseball that you've had and I think that kind of speaks volumes to the type of season you guys are having yeah you'd like to think you're you know moving in the right direction certainly this time of the year you know some teams are moving in the other direction and I think some of our guys as classes get over they relax a little more. They don't have the academic pressures on them. And, um, you know, I think some of the young guys are starting to get their legs back under them a little bit, get that second win. And um, we've got some guys stepping up on the mound. I thought uh, Tom Scheffler threw the ball real well this weekend. Uh, Joey Rodriguez threw the ball real well. Of course, Jason Hartline continues to throw the ball well. I'd like to see what his ERA at home is this year. We can uh, punch the last number. Give up a run uh, at home, and I can't remember it. <laughs> he's been phenomenal at home. I mean, he's been <laughs> phenomenal all the way overall, but at home, he's been nearly unhittable. Uh, yeah, and and so that's been good to see. And you know, we uh, we played well, and so you know now we. Enjoy that for a couple of days, and we got to get back to work tomorrow. And UTSA's got a good team; they're they're playing right there in the in the mix to get in the tournament, and we got to play them at their place. So it's a very offensive park, and they can hit. So it could, uh, and so can we. So we'll have to outpitch them and and get get more big hits in there. But it's a good park for hitters. So I like the thought of that. Our guys, you know, we we like hitting homers this year. So. <laughs> Any park we play in, that's good for that. We'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So um, your RPI once again went up a little bit from 17 to 14. Yep. And then you guys jumped up um, in a lot of, if not all of the national rankings. What do you tell? I mean, we kind of went over this before, but you got to keep these guys level headed. But also, you know, this is great news that, you know, the team's getting getting all these national, uh, you know, views. And you had two, um, uh, two of the national writers, Aaron Fitt and Joe Healy um, from D1 Baseball and Baseball America there over the weekend. How do you tell these, your guys to kind of keep their, their head level and, you know, don't overthink that a lot of people are watching. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, and you just got to go play and <clears throat> baseball is the, the great humbler. Um, we got humbled two weeks ago, and and so they know what that feels like, and, and they also know what it feels like to bounce back from that and play well and get some credit for that. 
it, that that's nice because no matter what anybody says, the people that you know are are picking the at-large teams and some of those things, you know, they read those publications. And when you get nice uh, things said about you about your team and the type of team you have, and you know that that sticks with them. And I, I think those guys, you know, saw the the type of potential this team has and how we're capable of playing. And they wrote a lot of you know nice things about our our team and our and our baseball program. So. We're appreciative of that, but we also know that, you know, that can turn around in a hurry if you have a couple bad weekends. So you just got to keep going playing. There's a lot of people that would love to trade places with us right now and have this opportunity to, you know, we're a game, game out of, you know, being in first place in the, in the whole league and on our side. And um, so we're still playing for that. We've got that in front of us and with eight games to go. So we're right there in the mix and you just got to, you just got to keep, keep playing well uh you guys head to utsa this weekend you guys gonna i know you're gonna probably order in a lot of the food but you're gonna have some tex-mex while you're down there yeah you got to don't you <laughs> i love tex-mex and they got some couple good places right by the right by the hotel yeah. uh, so i i like that and um i think we'll we'll certainly order that in maybe for uh maybe for the uh the dinner after we work out thursday night awesome. so it's a, it's a the weather looks like we're in pretty good shape for now and uh the uh so we should be weather should be nice should be warm and we'll take advantage of it hopefully awesome um it'll be over the guys will all be in a good mood you know <laughs> um talk about your your quotes over the weekend to the guys Sure. Um, what, what you gave him on the the board and the in the dugout? Yeah, we um, we had a real you know the the one that I said last 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 uh, week that just talked about you know um, people that aren't puffed up, puffed up by success aren't ever crushed by failure. That was a big theme all week. And um, well, here's another one that I shared: um, fate fate leads the willing and drags along the reluctant. Uh, that was one. Here's another one. Every moment is a chance to reset and improve. A concept which once grasped is a powerful remedy against frustration. That was another one we used. And then the last one was, actually this is one for this week that I haven't given them yet, but it is. When you fall in love with the process rather than the product, you don't have to wait to give yourself permission to be happy. You can be satisfied anytime your system is up and running. So we'll talk about getting back. I, I thought our coaching staff, our assistant coaches, Logan and Mike and Sean, really did a good job last week of, of digging back into, you know, uh, basics and fundamentals, getting back to work on some things, stop worrying about results, and let's just get back to doing things well. And the guys really, you know, took that into the game. And, you know, when you got a senior like Kyle Battles having the kind of year he, he's having, and he just leads us, leads the way. And Tommy Bell, they just lead the way. And then, you know, Hunter and, and Ryan Moore and Nick and those Jason Hardline on the pitching staff, uh, those guys, Matt Kootenay, right? we, we've got some veteran guys that are just really playing well. And that's what it takes to have a good year. You know, your best guys got to be your best guys. Uh, yeah. And Andy Gariola is – just starting to show signs of, you know, getting it going. It's crazy to say that a guy that's put up the kind of numbers 
he has with, you know, over 50 RBIs and nine home runs and, and all of that. But he hasn't gotten hot yet um, like Andy Ken. Yeah. Um, you know, his freshman year, we went down to UTSA and he was hot that weekend. And so he's got the kind of bat that can carry you. Uh, and, and so hopefully he, he's getting it going. I, I feel like he showed some signs uh, this weekend. So that'd be fun to watch if, if he can. So uh, I want to backtrack a little bit about Sunday's game with the 10 run rule. And when Carter went up to, went up to the plate, did he know, like, I'm, I'm guessing he knew that there was a 10 run rule in effect, but you know, did you, did you tell, tell him when he went up there, like, Hey, you well, know, the deal or what'd you tell the guys? Yeah. We've had a couple games where we've 10 run rule people, um, uh, I think that might be the first Sunday game. We've done it in the first game a couple of times. Yeah. So we talk about it because it does save you pitching. And, um, you know, when it was 9 nothing, of course, in the inning before that, we had first and second no outs and didn't score. Yeah. We had to hit in the bottom of the seventh. But, um, you know, I said, hey, one run, this game's over, guys. And uh, we were going to go to the bullpen. Ryan was done no matter what. He threw 109, I think. And uh, we weren't going to run him back out there in a 9 nothing game. But. He, uh, so we had some other guys we were going to bring in. and um, But then I said, hey, we get one run, the game's over. We don't have to worry about it. And of course, we didn't tell him to hit a home run. <laughs> First that bad, he hits one out of the park. Yeah, 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 way out. So we'll take it, right? Uh, yeah. It's kind of a strange way for a game to end. I don't think the Charlotte coaches or team really knew. At that point, it hits you in the face, you know, a little bit yeah. like, oh, boy, we just got 10 run rules. I've been on the other side of those a few times. not a good feeling getting on that bus after that one. Yeah, it's um, a long ride home. Yeah, and, and we, we got them pretty good those last two games. I mean, 14 to 2 and 10 nothing, man. Uh, and seven inning games, both of them. So that's uh, – we got after them pretty good. So it was nice. You know, we went down there. <clears throat> they beat us. We came back home. We beat them. Uh, going four and four in that series actually helped both teams RPIs, believe it or not. So, um, you know, they both improved. And uh, so we're, we're right there where we want to be. And we just got to keep playing well. I mean, if you keep your RPI in the top, there's no way you're not going to be playing in the postseason. So that's, uh, that's the goal. And Ted and I were talking in the press box, you know, way before this series um, started a couple weeks ago, and we were saying, at what point will eight games get kind of boring? But it didn't. <laughs> it was it yeah. was eight crazy games. <laughs> it was. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like we've been in a heavyweight boxing match for eight <laughs> times. And, you know, the funny thing is, really only two of those games were close. Um, yeah. Five-four game there. And then, you know, the, the game they beat us here was 4-2 going in the ninth, and they got two to make. But those were – two close games. The rest of the games weren't really ever close as one team was beating the other up uh, by the middle of the game. So, you know, even our Friday game, you know, we kind of jumped up on them and expanded it, but I wouldn't call that close. Um, so we didn't have a lot of, you know, coming down to the ninth inning uh, except for game one. And uh, yeah. so that's, that's unusual, you know, to play a, that many games and not have more close ones. But, um, you know, the way we played here, uh, last weekend, you know, I mean, those games weren't going to be close. So we can play like that. You know, I told the guys, too, when you can play like that, then you can beat a lot of good people. 
<clears throat> so it is up to you, like how you play. Um, and they've, they're starting to realize that, I think. I think these last two weeks, as grueling as they were, have shown that as much as me saying it. Um, you know, but you got to do it every week. I mean, college athletics, college baseball, you know, the, the consistency is maybe the hardest thing to to fight for because these are young kids. And, you know, by their nature, they're not consistent. And uh, we've, we've, we've had a good group that has held each other accountable this year. And, you know, they, they've been very consistent for the most part. So, mm -hmm. and we had great crowds all weekend. You know, yeah. we're appreciative of the crowds. Uh, I felt like a lot more than the attendance says uh, to me. And, um, you know, for, for the people that were there, thank you. You guys were loud. We heard you. It was really nice atmosphere. And we hope you'll come back for that Western Kentucky weekend. You know, we could talk more about that next week, but that'll be senior weekend. And we've got alumni weekend and graduation weekend. It's a lot going on and it'll be a lot of fun to, to finish up the home, you know, home schedule. Yeah. Um, and then you guys head on the road to La Tech and, and you guys are going to hang out there until the COSA tournament. Is that right? Yeah, we're going to play them uh, in two non-conference games, Thursday yeah. and Friday, and then practice a few times. And there's no reason to come back and go right back down there. So uh, it's better than just sitting here and practicing. Uh, we get in their atmosphere. I think they are 100% capacity now. And so it'll be big you. crowds. And they'll be loud. And hey, look, it's another really good opponent um, and fantastic RPI opportunity. And who knows over the next two weeks? I mean, um, you know, we might be playing for the uh, unofficial uh, trophy. Like if we're both end up tied for first or something, we'll just have an unofficial playoff for <laughs> you know, we'll count in the conference standings. But uh, I think people will be interested in that series just because of how good a, a year both teams are having and you know they, they're going to want to come out I, I'm, I'm pumped because it'll be the biggest crowd we've played in front of this year and so to get in that atmosphere uh and enjoy it and, and embrace it and have fun with it I think it's going to be really cool something else interesting I noticed over the weekend was uh, Marshall went to La Tech and beat him twice last weekend yeah. so and you know we swept them but maybe, and Marshall, I believe, heads to Charlotte this weekend. So we could see Marshall peaking at the right time, which could throw a lot of things off. You just don't know. No, I know. No, you hope to, but Marshall just got swept at home by Western Kentucky. So yeah. And uh, kind of like that, so to speak. Yeah. But Western Kentucky has uh, FAU this weekend at home, who they're tied with mm -hmm. uh, in, in, on our side. And then they play us. So they've got a pretty tough finishing, um, you know, finishing two weekends. Yeah. So, you know, you get to this point and you don't really, obviously we'll be looking at Charlotte's scores, mm -hmm. but you just got to take care of your own business. And, and, you know, as long as we keep winning our share, we're going to be in good shape. Um, obviously we'll, we'll be in our conference tournament, but also, you know, if you don't win it, then you'll be in a good shape for an at-large bid. So that's always the goal is to get to that point where you don't have to win the conference tournament. <clears throat> that's just icing on the cake if you happen to. And so far, the guys are doing that. We still got a ways to go, but um, I like where we're at right now. And you know what? You like where, where you're at, but um, 
Joe Healy and, and um, Aaron Fitt, they hopped on the radio broadcast with Ted over the weekend. And they also, I know you said they had a lot of the, these guys have a lot of good stuff to say, but they, they really do. And as far as postseason wise, they, you know, they're, they're confident and, you know, they're not on the committee, but they have a lot of important things to say and, and that should count for something. Yeah. I think, like I said, everybody reads those publications. Those guys do a great job covering college baseball and to have them here on that weekend um, and to have the good atmosphere and to, for them to watch us play like we did, you know, and then for them to talk about it uh, and write about it, I think is certainly helpful, um, not just for getting in the postseason. It's helpful for your whole program because, you know, there's not that many mid-majors that they're running around to see. Exactly. I mean, the big boys play usually. And um, they feel like we're playing big boy baseball this year. And they're right, we are. So mm -hmm. nice. They're nice. They're nice guys, too. I enjoy talking with them. Yeah, agreed. Um, not that I'm sure you have any time to read, but any good books? You seem to be a little bit busy over there. <laughs> no, my, my staple meditations. I actually found out from a friend there's a new version of that book, annotated a little bit more. So I'm going to pick that up, I think this week off Amazon for the trip. But yeah, I don't have that much time this time of the year. So um, just we're trying to get caught up. You know, recruiting starts back up uh, in less than a month now, which is nice. So we're trying to figure out where we're going to go and who we're going to see and who we're going to bring in. And so it's just great to be back to that. Yeah. Uh, it's also very busy and uh, but in a good way, you know, seeing all the people in the stands, you know, it started to feel a little bit more normal. And, and that was that was a wonderful thing. And, you know, I think our guys play better when we got good crowds, plain and simple. Yeah, well, I think I think a lot of the, like just student athletes in general, they, they need to see, you know, crowds. They want, you know, it, mentally for yep. them, that's just better. And to be around people and, you know, kind of have things back to normal. That's important. Yep, I agree. I agree. So we're we're very appreciative. Hey, it was great to see uh, Coach Paul Webb at the game yesterday. Nine yeah. years young, man. Awesome. That is so cool. He's still moving around great. He looks great. He, and uh, I know he's probably not going to ever listen to this, but uh, he brought us a lot of good luck. So he got to see the, the Monarchs play well. So that was cool. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yep. Yeah. Please make plans to come out and see us uh, against the Hilltoppers in a couple weeks. Um, we want to be able to get after them and finish up the regular season strong. Yeah, yeah, we got to have some some people at the bud. Um, pack rally, rally alley again. Um, yeah, rally alley the Monarchs. Pretty, rally alley looked pretty packed this weekend. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the official countdown there was, but it looked like everybody was having a good time. So it did. It, I like that. It did, and you know what I. From the press box up there, I smelt the grill, and I was jealous of those yeah. folks down in Valley Alley. <laughs> Should have sent the runner down to get you a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coach Guzzo, whenever the smoke kind of wafts our way on the breeze, he'll be in the dugout, and he'll go, ooh. <laughs> 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 okay. not, not much better than a grill smell at a ballpark, man. Yeah, actually, um, when Aaron Fit from D1 Baseball was in the press box talking with us, he he mentioned that, you know, he whenever he's at a different college ballpark, he doesn't want to have a burger or a dog. 
he wants to try something different and he gave an A plus grade to the pulled pork sandwich at the bud. So oh, good. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> I haven't tried it. I'll, I'll have to though. That's good to know. Yeah. I, I haven't tried it either. We'll, so. we'll do it. Well, thank you, Rebecca. And um, hopefully we'll uh, have some good news to report next week when we get back from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to have a, a country song or a, I got the song already picked you up. You got the song. Don't tell us yet. It has to no, be well, Everybody enjoy Robin Thompson, Sweet Virginia Breeze. All right. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the Extra Pinning Podcast. Up in the morning.